Hey listeners, welcome to this week's podcast episode of Freeishly with Nikki Lee. This week, I am going to talk about the best hood. And I'm not talking about a neighborhood, gang hood, anything like that. In my life, the best hood for me is motherhood. In this time, I'm just going to express it is the best and sometimes the most straining and the scariest thing ever to do. It is a blind date because you don't know what to expect. You're meeting this little person for the first time and you're just like, what do I do? How do I raise this little person that is going to one day be a big person? How do I raise this baby that is going to one day go out into the world and be something phenomenal? Of course, we we all want the best for our children. And if you don't, I'm sorry to hear it, but I want the best for mine. But for me, motherhood is like a roller coaster. It's something that you can give advice on, but you really can't. Majority, more so because my journey as a mother may be different from others. Depending on if you grew up with a mothering foundation, if you have not have that have that support system in your life, and you don't know what do I go off of, how do I be the best mother that I can possibly be? How can I be the mother that my children look up to and they say, like, I'm so happy for you to be my mom. I'm so happy that I have you to be there for me. I'm happy to have you in my corner. I'm happy that, you know, I am able to love you. I don't know how long I'll be able to love you, but I just thank you for being my mother. Not only have I grown up with the best mother, I was also that teenager who didn't always have the best relationship with my mom because I didn't understand her. I did not understand Everything that she was trying to instill in me, everything that she was telling me, like, you know, I want you to be better. I want you to get yourself together. And I feel as though I probably did not understand those things because I was not a mother myself. I didn't understand, you know, the sacrifices that she had made until I became a mother. In that time, I found myself you know, questioning a lot of things. And I'm just like, why is she so hard on me? And it wasn't always her being hard on me. It was because she wanted the best for me. She wanted me to have a better lifestyle. She wanted me to, you know, be able to say, you know, I worked hard at this. And this was not something that was given to me. I worked for it. And this is my outcome. This is my hard work. This is what's paying off for me. This is what's going to fuel my children's future. This is what is going to take care of my child's education. And for, you know, so much going more for it. And right now, I am just, I'm not emotional. 
But I just kind of think back on a time in my life where I was just like, I do not want kids. That was me. I was like, I do not want children. And more so because I was afraid of raising them in a broken home, raising them in a home that did not have both their mother and father, regardless of marriage or anything, because sometimes that does not work for everyone. You know, or raising my children in a blended family. If I ever so happened to be with someone else that had children and, you know, we would have to blend our families. How would that work? How would that, you know, be good for my child's well-being or my children? Because I have two children, two little girls. And I think about those things. Before me, I think about my children. Everything now in my life has been what's best for them. Yes, what's best for mommy, what's going to be good that I'll be able to raise my children, but how am I able to be the best mother possible? So for me on this episode, I just want to dive into the times that I thought life before having my kids were, you know, it was like, I couldn't explain it. It was like I had I had fun, but I was still, you know, trying to find myself, which I am still now because I have dealt with much ups and downs being a mother. I have dealt with postpartum, you know, in the midst of having a child and having another child within a close age range within a year later, still dealing with postpartum. I have dealt with having a miscarriage. While still trying to mother, I have dealt with still going to school and still having to work full time while being a mother. I have dealt with my own life changes while being a mother. I, and it's been like, how do I do this? How do I get through this? You know, why am I? Going through so much, but I know at the end of the day, I have to think about my children. I have to think about, you know, I know when I go home, everything that has happened, once I step foot in this door, once I step foot in my home, I have to say, you know what, it's time to jump into mommy mode. Whatever is going on, I have to push that to behind me because I know that at the end of the day, I have to make sure my girls are okay. Yes, I have to make sure as being a mother, my well-being is good. I have to make sure my mental health is good because a lot of times as mothers, we do forget about ourselves. We do put ourselves on the back burner and we say, okay, I'll take care of it later. I'll do it later. And we do those things because it's like I have to put my kids first. I'm a mother, so I have to do all of these things. But I want you all to know it's okay. It's okay to not be okay sometimes. It's okay to feel like you're not doing the best. Because a lot of times I've had my moments and I'm just like, am I doing okay? You know, I don't know if my kids could probably tell me if I'm doing good. But just those little I love yous or thank you, mommy. And, you know, oh, you're amazing. Just those small things makes you feel like, man, it's it's like the best feeling in the world. 
I don't know how many times I was just like, oh, I know if I didn't have kids, this would be different. Or if I, you know, that would be different. But honestly, I don't know too much of how my life was before having my child. And my oldest had my first child at 21. I had another child within, I would say, a year later. Because it's like the beginning and the end of the year. So within the year. And I was judged. I was judged really bad. People were just like, you're young and you're still in college and everything. Like you're having one baby and now you're having another baby. And you're not married. That was something that was really hard for me to process. And it's like, I know, you know, I know all these things. People judge the outside and they're just like, oh, you're having kids, you're having kids, but you don't know how my kids have saved my life. My kids have saved me from so many things, from from taking wrong turns. And I'm not saying anything illegal or anything in that way. And if you are, I mean, you're a mother, guess what? You have to make sacrifices. Whatever your hustle is, you have to do what you need to do to take care of those babies. So I'm not speaking down on anyone or saying, oh, don't do this, don't do that. Because, baby, when it comes to my children, I'm going to do whatever is necessary and whatever is possible to make sure their needs will not go undone. Whatever they need, whatever I have to do, I'm going to make that possible. Because at the end of the day, I'm their mother. They didn't ask to be here. So for me, it has to be, you know what? I have to make sure my children are good. I know that a lot of times you kind of just say, I don't know what to do. I don't know how am I going to get through this. And in reality, you ended up getting through that situation. Whatever it is, whatever moment you probably had to yourself and it's like, I'm okay, but I'm not okay. How can I be better right now when I'm going through my own emotional things? How can I be a mother when I'm dealing with postpartum? I know I love this child, but a part of me feels like I'm not attached. And I don't understand why. I feel like I'm not doing my best and I don't understand why. You know why? Because we're human. You you shared that part of you, your body with another human. You share that same heartbeat that they are the only person that can hear that heartbeat from inside of you. You share a different type of connection that you will never share with another person. And that is being a mother. Something that I cannot even explain. People ask me. How is it, you know, having kids? Some days it's like, (laughs) you know, I want to pull my hair out. I mean, you know, what else do you want me to say? And other days it's like, man, I probably would have been somewhere else had it not been for my kids. And yes, I say, oh, I want to travel. I want to do this. I want to do that. But they have pushed me. They have stopped me from being a procrastinator. Having children has stopped me from laziness. I have never been like lazy to a point of not wanting to do things, but lazy on things that could have been further done in my life. Having children has given me the strength to say, you know what? I might not have much, but 
you know, I'm take this 10 and I'm going to make it a 20. If it's a 20, I'm going to make it a 100 and furthermore. Because at the end of the day, I know, guess what? I am their mother and I have to make sure that things get done. And this is not to say, okay, no, they don't have their father in their life because they do. Their, my children's father is in their life. But I still think for me, as making them, you know, sacrifices that I am a mother. I have to think, what is my role in their life? I am the caregiver, the nurturer, the teacher, the doctor, the nurse, the dentist. You know, whatever is going on, your kids are going to come to you. They're going to, mommy, this is going on. Mommy, I need help. Mommy, I, you know, and it's like, man, I'm just, I'm tired. Like, oh my God, can you call your dad? Oh my God, just, you know, call your dad for a second. Call somebody. But then when they don't come to you, it's like, what's wrong? You know, like, mommy, I'm coming. I'm, you know, tired and all. I don't know how many days I have pushed myself and days I didn't want to get out the bed. And I was so exhausted. I literally started motherhood off at the end of my undergraduate year. When I say it was the most scary and challenging time of my life, I was going to literally pull my hair out because I wanted to be like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to juggle this? How am I going to do this? Raising a toddler and raising a newborn on top of trying to finish my degree. Yes, I got discouraged many, 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 many times. And more so, I got discouraged because it was like, I can't do this. I know I have to be a mother, so I have to give, you know, all my time and my attention to my children. But you know what? I thought about, I can't tell my kids that I gave up. You know, I didn't want to be in a place to say, well, mommy didn't do this because I had you. Mommy gave up because I had you. No, I wanted to give my girls that motivation to say, Mommy kept going because of you. Mommy did not give up because of you. Mommy kept going hard because of you. I had to put myself in a place to think that being a mother is a learning process. Every single day you're thinking, what can I do better? How can I be better? But you don't always know. Sometimes it just comes. Some things come naturally to some of us mothers. Some things as far as nurturing. Some of us have to, you know, learn how to be nurturers. Some of those things come natural. And it's like, you know, you just jump into that role. And you just say, I know what to do. But sometimes you don't always know what to do. You're just doing what you feel is right. You feel your intuition and you're saying, okay, this is what is right for my child. This is what's going on. So I have to kind of just go with the flow. Sometimes you may be that mother that has, you know, that schedule. Okay, this is the time I'll do this. This is the time I'll do that. You know, I wish I was that organized, but <laughs> things happen so it has not been that way. I'm hoping to one day be a little bit more organized, but let's just say that's not always <laughs> the thing. But 
honestly, I just think about, you know, I've made sacrifices and some things I'll just say, why did this happen? Why did I, you know, change a lot of things in my life? Why did I, you know, take a lot of people out of my life? Why did, you know, the dynamics of my life change? And it was more so because it was like, it's time to grow up. It's time to get out of that broken place. It's time to be a better person. It's time to do better. And then, you know, motherhood starts for a lot of us very unexpectedly. I mean, a lot of times some people do have planned pregnancies, but it was very unexpected. And times I was just like, no, I know I was probably not preventing myself you know, from getting pregnant, but it was just like, okay, now what the hell? Like, God, you're just going to send me a baby? Like, you think I'm ready to be a mother? I mean, I'm still a kid myself that, you know, that's what I was thinking. And I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I, I don't know. And it was like, mm, okay, but I think you got this. Just because you feel like you're going to fail. I think you got this. Like, I was like, okay, I mean, I guess I have this little person to take care of. And I mean, I can't send it back. I'm I'm not being like that, but it was like, okay, it's a little too late. So here we go. But when I first had that feeling, that first moment, that first cry of hearing my babies, it was just like, God knew I needed you. God knew I needed my children more than ever. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional right now because it's just like they are my strength. They are my weakness. They are my cloudy days, my days when I'm just like, I can't do this. And I try to push myself and I'm just like, you know what? You have to think about Kirsten. You have to think about Candace. You know, at the end of the day that everything is going to be okay. It feels good to know that God has provided those things in my life that I can say I'm able to take care of my girls. I'm able to, you know, give them the things that they want out of life. That one day I'll be able to provide them things that I may not have been able to have growing up. And not because I couldn't have those things, but, you know, things happen. Financial situations or anything that may rise. But I thank God for putting me in the position that I am able to take care of my girls. I am able to provide them with a home. I am able to provide them with the things that they not only need, but the things that they want. Because when I say, trust me, my baby goes into the store and, you know, Kirsten is like, Mommy, I want this. And Candace pulling somewhere else. And I'm like, this is probably my last $10. And I'm just like, girl, um, hold on. We're going to see what we're going to get. One, one, We're going to do one and one. Because somebody not getting some chips today. Somebody not getting a juice. But it's always provided. 
I don't know how many times I've probably been in the store and I'm just like, I hope they don't ask for nothing. And not because I didn't have the money. It was just like, shit, like, okay, here we go again. I know as soon as we go in here, they're going to ask for a ton of things and I end up spending way more than my budget. And I'm like, now I have to put that money back and, oh, here we go with something else. No. I'm just like, girl, put the damn toy down. Don't touch this. We're going into the store for two things and we leaving back out. But that never happens because then they start crying. Oh, my goodness. My first situation of being in the grocery store. And I love Walmart. My family knows this. I love Walmart. First of all, it's a one-stop shop. You got everything you need in one place. So I love it. And it's cheap. So, of course. But, oh, my goodness. The time that I had to go to the store with two small kids, when I say screaming at the top of their lungs, that was like the most embarrassing thing ever. And I was like, oh my goodness, I was so frustrated. And it was crazy because I have been a person shopping and being in a store and someone's child just screams and screams and screams. And you're just like, dang, like, why don't they bring the baby out? And they just scream like that. Now, let me tell you, I do not judge, okay? And no, I probably, I do not with my kids at all. But I'm not going to say I don't believe in, you know, popping their little hands or their legs or something. And I was like, okay, like, just calm down because today we're not going to do this. So I got to go shopping and we're going to get some things and we're going to go times I have been in the store and I'll be like oh my god I'm frustrated they're crying and it's like mommy I want this mommy I want that and it's just like sit your ass down one second okay we're we not gonna do this you're gonna be okay and we're gonna you know finish our shopping and we're gonna keep going you know then you have to be okay mommy I'm, I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry I didn't mean to do it but oh man it's just like those those memories or little things that kids say and you're just like what did you learn that what did you you know when did you learn how to do this or when did you learn how to do that just those small moments and being a mother and you're just like I'm so proud I am so proud and I'm happy and then it's just like those things that you're just like wow like this this is mine this is you know who God gave to me to be their mother, to raise them to, you know, seek what their why is on this earth. Like, and I just thank him every single day because I am just like, my life with those little girls, baby, it's like a roller coaster. But I would not change it for the world. I would not change being a young mother. I would not change when they came into my life. I will not change any of those things because they gave me strength to go on. I still completed my degree with having two children. I still am working a full-time job with two children. And thank you, Jesus, for a support system that I have. Because if I did not, you know, I mean, I would have to play some very expensive child care. But God, thank you that I don't have to right now. In school, they'll be in real school, so we won't have to worry about childcare. So that'll be good. <laughs> but it's just like the moments you take away from being a mother. It's like you find your strength. You find out, you know, what you're capable of, what you're not capable of. 
you know, what you can pull out of hat. Because many times I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but guess what? I'm going to make it happen. Children give you a different type of hustle. They give you a different type of mentality for me. It's like, I know I have to get this done and I have to make sure it gets done. If I know I have to work those long hours, guess what? That's what I have to do. If I know that I want my kids to have a certain thing and I'm just like, okay, I buy this one this time and I buy the one next time. If I budget, if I take this, if I take that, guess what? That's what has to be done because that's me as being a mother. I have to make those sacrifices. But I still have to take care of me. A lot of times we forget about ourselves. You forget about yourself because you're just so wrapped up in motherhood and We think, oh, it's all about them. Yes, it's about our children. But where are you with yourself mentally? How are you able to take care of your children? Are you still, you know, you're going out, you're hanging out, whatever. Like, do those things. Go have a drink if possible. If you know that you have the support and you're not like how I was in the beginning of being a mother, especially when I was a first-time mother, having my first child, it was, I don't want anyone keeping my baby. I don't want to be away from my baby. You know, those attachment parts of you. And you're just like, I don't want to be away. I'm scared. And you call it every five minutes because, oh, my goodness. I caught my parents and my children's grandparents so many times. Like, is she okay? Is she okay? Are they asleep? Did they eat? I don't know how many times my mom blocked me and she would say, girl, get your ass off my phone. You are not the only mother in the world. If I raised you, I'm pretty sure I can take care of these kids. And I would just laugh every single time, every time, because it's like, okay, now I'm like, I call once or twice. Are they good? They okay? Okay. All right. Bye. You know, because I had to learn how to have me time. I had to learn how to have mommy time. So ladies... If you can, do it. I don't care if it's something as simple as taking, you know, drinking a glass of wine, finding a hobby, going to, you know, a yoga class. I don't do yoga, but I'm just saying some things that may work for someone may be good for you. This is just some things that I have seen that has worked for, you know, my friends and myself as well. My family members, women that have been in my life. So just to give you all a little encouragement, you're doing a bomb-ass job. You are an amazing, amazing mother. And those children that you have, have, you know, could not be more blessed to have a mother like you. So just know that everything will work out just fine. Everything that you have prayed for will come to you. Everything that you want for your children to have out of life, it will come. So thank you for joining me on this week's Freeishly with Nikki. Have a good week.